G'day, podcast. Mona Lisa. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Mona Lisa. No. Oh, that, that means stop. Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. No, sorry, I wasn't stopping. I was like presenting my hand like... Go forth. Yeah. Yes. That's that, our code word. Yeah, sorry. for pink in Paris. <laughs> How many years between us have we been doing this, the three of us? Uh, like 60, 60 at least. 10. <laughs> at least. I think this is most my 12th or my 13th year. 12th. Okay. It's my seventh. Mm. Okay. Together. And my... 18th? 18th. Yep. So, Ang, are you turning 19 or you're turning 18? I'm turning 19 in October. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Mm. Crazy. That's so crazy. University soon. (laughs) Building up a huge hex deck that I'll never use. Yeah. Um, big show today. Uh, I think it'll be included in the Alpha Bucks went off. Mm-hmm. $10,000. She smashed it. Didn't she? She's very good. Smashed it. Um, so you'll hear that in there. Of course, we'll give you answers to tomorrow's Alpha Bucks games as well. Um, we got up to a fair bit today. Spoke to some office ladies from schools, which was fun. Abby Chatfield joined us to talk mm-hmm. F-Boy Island. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and... I got a message from uh, Gary, who listens to the show, saying yes. F-Boy... And um, what does that stand for? Is that like for funny boy? And it's just a group of comedians trying to impress girls that say, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> comedians love that, don't they? That's really funny. That you're, fun- you're funny. You're funny. Um, and um, if you are a regular uh, listener, you'll know every Tradey Scotty Too Hottie, Abby's husband, joins mm. us for Tradey Chat Tuesday. He may be getting an expanding role in the show. Yeah. Um, which I'm, that's going to be fun. Look, I think anytime you... Go out and do something different on radio. It's always better. Mm. You know? Mm. He's a hard man to try and tie down, though. Is that going to be one of his segments? (laughs) 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 G'day, guys. We want to talk a bit about bondage, eh? Uh, This is brought to you by Ratchet Straps. (laughs) (laughs) Just before he leaves the bedroom, he flicks the ropes and goes, she's not going anywhere. (laughs) You know what they say about gaffer? (laughs) Oh. That was entrapment. Yeah. (laughs) Solid gag, though. All righty. You'll find out what that is all about. Let's get into it. Here's the podcast. Start your day the better way with Stab, Abby and Matt on B105. Hi, my name's Nicole Madigan. I was stalked for three years and it had a huge impact on me. I really hope this opens up a conversation about stalking and we can lead to some change. I started reading a book. I say that like that because being so dyslexic, I'm not often a reader, but I have. I've started reading it and it is amazing. The author of it is Nicole Madigan and her book is called Obsession Morning. Hello. <laughs> now, th- this is this is a book. It is a true story. Can you explain what the story is? So the book is uh, a combination of memoir and research. So the memoir aspect is my own personal experience with stalking. And I guess it's an experience that went on for about three years. Um, I was stalked by a female who was known to my partner at the time, now my husband. And you're a journalist, so of course you kind of go, oh my God, this is a story that I need to put on paper, I guess, as part of therapy as well. What are some of the things that you learned, I guess, about the psychology of people that do stalk? Yeah, I guess being a journalist and once the sort of the police put a, a name to the experience, stalking, um, I just wanted to know more about it and in particular the why, mm. um, you know, I always sort of 
intrigued me about why this person was, was doing this to me and, and why people can get so fixated on another person for such a long period of time. So I just wanted to look into that. And I guess what, what I found was that, you know, there's a huge number of reasons why people stalk other people, but it all sort of comes back down to obsession and fixation and that sense of entitlement to another person. How much does it change the viewpoint of other people, uh, like the law enforcement and stuff, when the um, stalker is another female? Because that, that, to me, is a difference here. Normally, when you hear a woman's being stalked, you assume it's by a jaded ex-partner or a boyfriend mm-hmm. that wants to get back. And there's a reason why people sort of default to the to the male perpetrator, and that's because it usually is. Mm. So female stalking is, is far less common. And then in this case, it's also one step removed because this person was essentially a stranger to me. From my perspective, it made things feel a bit more sort of sinister and disturbing because it was a stranger. When I did go to police, I think, you know, um, being a female um, and not being a physical interaction, it did uh, cause them to take it a little bit less seriously at Mm. first. Yeah. Did you have a moment because it was your partner's ex where you were like, they're still together? Not really, only because um, it, it was, I guess it was during COVID, a, a lot of this, mm. that when, when all of this took place. So there was a lot of lockdowns and things like that. So it, it was more... <laughs> you knew there was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you knew where he was, he wasn't sneaking out. Yeah. yeah, okay. Fair. Well, that's <laughs> very well, yeah. it could happen though, you know, because that gets assumed sometimes. Is her obsession because he's cheating on her? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. And and. In the beginning, I thought maybe that was the, the path she was going to go down, actually, um, with, with trying to get me to think like that. But it, it And maybe it was because of COVID, I don't know. But it, it, she kind of changed hat quite quickly um, and left him out of the picture after that and kind of just fixated on, on me and sort of personal attacks and rumour spreading and um, sort of that implied physical stalking. And What do you think, how, like, what would be your advice, I guess, for someone that feels like they're going through it? Did you keep a record of it? Was it easier to, I guess, convince police if you had proof? Like, what would be your advice, I guess, put it over the line for them to actually take this really seriously? It's absolutely essential to keep a record of everything. Um, I had done that. Um, I don't know why. Uh, it, it could be because of the line of work I'm in, yeah. but, but I naturally did that. But the police said to me that a lot of people don't do that. They get these horrible messages or things in their mailbox or whatever it may be, and they dispose of them because mm. they just don't want them around. Um, but if it wasn't for that that really uh, thick file of evidence, I, I wouldn't have got anywhere. And even with that, it was quite difficult. So right. I would say keep a record of absolutely everything and listen to your instincts. You know, if you feel scared, you, you probably have a reason to be. You said you came face-to-face with her for the first time in the courtroom. You know, stalking, you think they're following you, they're hanging around your house, they're doing that sort of thing. What did she do to you? So in my situation, it was it was all online and telephone. So it, it started off with Facebook messages and, and they came sort of thick and fast for the first kind of six months she used Facebook as well to contact my mum and, and my ex-husband and create a fake account in my name um, right. she then moved on to telephone um, texting me from different phone numbers um, along the same lines and then over to Instagram where it became more of a public spectacle um, was just sending you abuse and stuff was she? Yeah so it, sending it, it sort of varied um, from sending abusive messages to sending defamatory messages to friends and family or 
um, this fake account that she created in my name, sending messages on my behalf, and then eventually just all of these sort of public memes and messages and posts on Instagram, um, ultimately sort of putting my home address online and um, posting places where we've been and, and things like that. So it started to become a little bit more, you know, there was, she implied physical stalking, but I never actually saw that physical stalking. Uh, well, your book, Obsession, it is out now. Uh, Nicole Madigan, thank you for your time this morning. Thank you so much for having me. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. You're up. You bumped the off button. No, I did not. You always say that. Oh, can we get the cameras? That is not true. I you didn't did see not your turn me move. on. I turned you on. You didn't. Well, you're up. I think I know. You can you bump didn't. your off there. That's off. Did that one. Yeah. Didn't do the last one. Do you, want to, do you want to argue about it? Yeah. You are 100%. arguing about it right oh, yeah. now. You're literally hey, in an argument you about know you it. You didn't turn me on. Right now. Hey, I was going to say, you're it's always the man's fault. That is true. <laughs> yeah. Could be two women. What happens then? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> school. Let's go on at school. Wow. I was saying, you know when you get the call from school or childcare and you're like, oh, you have to answer it because it might be bad. Mm. Um, and I do like the office ladies because they always say, how are you? Nothing bad. Mm. And you're like, okay, thank you for saying that. And a few times I've got, it is really bad. You're going to have to come here straight away. Oh, yeah. So uh, I've from then gone straight to the emergency. We've had like 12 stitches before. We've had broken noses before, broken yeah. hands before. Macadamia nut up the nose. No, they didn't before. get a call from the school. Nah, that was a childcare. Uh, yeah, well, I got three boys. You know, yeah. we're, we're yeah. often there. Frequent attenders. Uh, but this one I got a call and I was like, it's getting a bit ridiculous with Jagger. He doesn't particularly love school, loves the sport, loves his friends, mm. but just doesn't really like the uh, the actual... Academia. Yeah. Mm. And I got a call at about 22 and I was like... A joke. 20 to 3. <laughs> but she knew it though. She knew oh, it. And this wasn't the normal one. This is someone else filling in saying, hey, Abby, hope you're well. Um, I know the time. Uh, nothing bad. Uh, but Jack is just here and he's uh, he's got a sore tummy. And I was like, well, he's celiac. So I do rush because he might have had that. Um, and I was like, yeah. what does he say happened is what I said. Oh, he's hit by a soccer ball. So I was like, no worries, I'll come now. So I got the other child, went to the school thing, and he was there. I was like, how are you going? He's like, good. Gets back in the car. I was like, so what happened? It's like lunchtime, hit by a soccer ball. It was pretty bad. It's like, cool. And I wanted to see. At lunchtime? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, right? No, no, he wasn't in PE and it happened. No, it was at lunch because he's doing the soccer academy, and that's at oh, lunchtime. Okay. But it's okay because he got then, a, had, is it a foul or something? Yeah, yeah, and I thought I had to pick him up because I thought maybe he's dropped from the A's to the B's, mm, and that's yeah. why he's upset. But no, everything's good. He's still good with that. Right. He's just but, being a soccer player. Just pretending to be hurt for a while and then... Oh, sorry. I said, what subject were you in when you decided <laughs> it was bad? And he looks away because he's trying not to smirk. He's like, um, I was in... But I don't mind it, but I was in uh, spelling. I was like, wait, 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 wait. So you call me when you're in spelling. Mm. But it didn't hurt when you then went from the class after lunchtime yeah. to that one, which was yeah. probably PE. That one didn't hurt. Jagger, how do you spell establishment? Miss, my stomach feels sore. <laughs> <laughs> it was sore. 
Right. Um, but to his credit, he managed to do an hour and a half of swimming after and play basketball with his brother. Always. So that's from that teacher, though. Why did his teacher let him go out to the office? I think they oh, have no, to. No, she's don't gorgeous. They? No, you have to. How can you? You have, you to, have to. Yeah, ask yeah. him. He's got Rory who always calls as well. Yeah, we're keeping a tally. I think yeah. you just edged your head yesterday. I think I yesterday. did. I really yeah. think I did. Because if say if they say they've got a sore stomach and you go oh, rubbish, Jagger, and it turns out his appendix burst. It's not the eighties, mm. mate. When we were at school, no. I know what you're thinking. That used to happen when we were there, but it's not like that anymore. They can't do it because. Now now they've got COVID. Mm. See, I've been in schools before for, for my children yeah. and a kid has walked in and the lady at the office, I'm not saying it's at the current school that they're at. Okay. Sure. Um, no, it was when Ethan was at school, okay. so maybe it was a while ago. Yeah. I've gone in to pick up Ethan and there would be another kid that would walk in and the office lady would be like, no, Lucy, not today, not interested in your yeah. rubbish, get out. Yeah. And Lucy would be like, oh, okay. Oh, Lucy. And I'm like, what? She'd be like, oh, she's always here whinging about something, she's got a problem. And I can, I respect that. The yes. office lady out of school, yeah. yep. she is running the joint. She's the first yeah. line of defence, isn't and, she? And to their thing. She's like, a frontline worker. Yeah. But like I said, I've had got called before by him by a broken nose, mm. a yeah, broken yeah. wrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. been vomiting because someone gave him at the tuck shop silly yeah. Um, yeah. gluten. Yeah. So but like then there are Susans who just use it any time they want. And then he's a Susan a the other time. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I can I can respect what they need to do, the office ladies. It's a, it's a tough job. I remember as a kid, you know, you go in there, she'd be like, Where's your note? You bring the note. She'd look at it. She goes, how come your parents' handwriting changes every time you bring a note in? <laughs> yeah, she's a detective. She's a nurse. Yeah. She's a yeah. counsellor. She's a first aid. Yeah. yeah. How come or this he, permission God, slip is signed? I don't signed. want to get it wrong. Sorry. <laughs> first, the office no, person. I'm sorry. I'm going to be sexist here. Yeah. Only a woman can deal with that many things at once. If you put a man in there, he would just There might crumble. be office men out there. Mm. Maybe. Yeah. But probably not. Let's be honest. I reckon there would be. Answering phones, dealing with kids, <laughs> stuff for the principal. Making a sandwich. That's a that is that's a woman. She's she Mum forgot my lunch today. Oh, mm. how many times a day do they cop that, do you reckon? So much. Just to find out mum did pack the lunch. They were just trying to get money for the tuck job. Was that what happened, Matt? I did it all the time. <laughs> Get Jeez. out, Matthew. Not today. Not interested. Exactly. You're one of those. You see, and then now you realise what a pain in the ass you were. But there's all these certain kids there. that do it, and yeah. I like. I I don't think I've ever got a call from my eldest. Right. No. Right. Hmm. No. Can we please hear from you today, office people? Office ladies, you can. Say yeah. Thirteen ten sixty. What's it? What's it like being on the front line? Mm. What have you dealt with with children in the yeah. trenches? Yeah. Mm. You got to be good with blood. I yeah. noticed. Yeah. Not yeah. mind spilling some? No, I just... <laughs> they don't. They I, don't. I went to the school once and I was yeah. like, oh, that's good. She's like, there was so much blood. And I was like, oh, okay. And I didn't realise, like, the shoes had been washed because she didn't want to freak me out. Oh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they also know where that um, sawdust stuff is to put on the vomit on the carpet, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Anna, thanks for calling through. We want to hear from uh, the office ladies this morning. Yeah. I was the um, wellness educator, so I did all the um, wellness of the students' mental health and first aid and dealt with the parents and staff as well. And I used to have lots come in that um, weren't actually sick but just needed a little bit of extra love. So it was just me and a 1,000 students. So I had an ice machine, and that ice machine was the most phenomenal thing ever. So um, a child came in sick, have a cup of ice. They fell over on the playground, have a cup of ice. Um, and in the end, I nominated that Ice Machine Staff Member of the Year. Oh, my God, I love that. <laughs> it's your version of Run It Off. 
Yeah. But it's a magic ice machine. That's cool. Wow. That's a good idea. It was magic. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. So you you would notice it would just be kids who just wanted a little hug, really. They just There was. Yeah. And there was some and they'd say, I have a sore finger and I would know if it was their sore finger, it was a sore heart. Oh. And you could tell the difference. Oh, no. And you don't work yeah. you don't when did you finish that job? I finished it a year ago. I work with young mums now, which is just as amazing. I get baby cuddles all day, so oh. I'm very blessed. Give the mums a cup of ice when they're feeling down. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm considering the investment there too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kaylee, hi. Hi. How are you guys? Good. Now, um, you're not an office lady, but you've got a story about one. No, I'm not an office lady, but um, someone pegged a tennis ball mm. um, when I was in primary school and I caught it and the excruciating pain of my hand, mm. the office lady did not believe me and sent me back to class and after school went to the doctors and it was actually a fractured pinky. Oh. <sighs> Old school. Yeah. You know what you needed, Kaylee? Some ice. Yes, where was a cup of ice? A cup of ice, school? Stav. Oh she God. needed a cup of ice. Be careful <laughs> on your yeah. delivery. Sure. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt on B105. We're headed to F-Boy Island. Hey, you can watch it on Binge F-Boy Island. It's kind of like when you swear in front of your parents, you, feel you know? Like <laughs> <laughs> uh, the host, Abby Chatfield, is on with us. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. What a fun show. Oh, it is It is just like silly fun. The word that I was, I was describing it as, it's just care. Mm. Um, and some straight people didn't understand that. Um, but it's, it's just camp. It's silly. It's fun. It's like my favourite show to watch even. It's just been a, a joy. Is that a bit hard? Because when you're announced to be the host and people are like, oh, my God, you've said this in the past and you stand up for this, and you're like, oh, for God's <laughs> sake. Like, I'm not a poster girl for every single campaign that you want to run, but you're like, just take it for what it is. It's a show. Yeah, well, this is the thing. Absolutely that. But also it's it's a very, I would say it's one of the most, like, quote-unquote, feminist shows there is. I mean, the whole point is to point out the poor behaviour of these F-boys. I mean, I think people wanted to assume that it was glorifying F-boys, but... Why would we call it F Boy Island? F F Boy is not it's not a compliment if someone's getting called an F Boy. I'm glad that everyone can now see that it's it's a joke to the point where there's even skits. What makes someone an F Boy? So like I think from talking to all these guys and they go to this place called Limbro after they're eliminated if they're an F Boy and I kind of rehabilitate them. (laughs) (laughs) How do you rehabilitate them if they're... Like, I mean, you're on an island with them, Abby. Was there not any that you go, oh, God. I mean, like... I know you're not supposed no, to like it, but when you have your patience, Abby, you've got you've got to really you've got mm-hmm. you can't okay. judge them. You've got to try and understand. <laughs> but I mean, like, wasn't there any that you found attractive? I mean, don't get me wrong, but I'm just saying, like, you know, sometimes in my my past, I would have been with guys that are not that nice, but sometimes that's you loved like, an asshole. That's well, what I'm you're saying, saying. That's what you felt like at the time, though. Mm. Um, I mean, the thing is, not really, because I'm, I'm the host, okay, so I don't course, really, like, you know, I, w- I would never even no. think about it. But, like, some of them I did think, oh, you actually are kind of funny, or, like, mm. you actually aren't that bad, but you're just deeply insecure. And they try to fill a void by um, sleeping around and maybe not talking to women the way that they should. So we tried to work through that with the, <laughs> with the beautiful things. I think we need to talk about the bigger controversy that no one has seemed to have touched on yet, and that is the fact, the unescapable, unimaginable fact, Abby Chatfield, that the show is called yeah. F-Boy Island and it is filmed in Casuarina, which is not <laughs> by any state of the imagination an island, ma'am. Well, actually, Australia is an island. 
Sorry. Got him. Touche. I got him. Touche. We are just in a location of the island. Yeah, no, I was... The fact that it's in Cash Arena makes me, makes me piss myself. Um, but it is like, look, it's, we're on the beach. It was a beautiful location. Mm-hmm. And we had um, a beautifully shaped resort. I'm not sure if you've seen it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's gorgeous. Like, mm. uh, I'm not sure what I can say during breakfast. I'm used to a night show. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's, I mean, it was a perfect location, I think. So they go on there. The girls have to weed out who the F-boys are. They work together. And get the guys who are genuinely looking for love. Is there a chance yeah. at a spin-off like they do with The Bachelorette? And what do yeah. you think we would call it if we did a spin-off <laughs> where there that. was there well, was girls I, I, and... I, I, in the US, they actually, I think they pitched S-Girl Island. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how it would work mm. because the point is kind of that the women are empowered. That's kind of the whole thesis yeah. of the show. But it has been pitched. You know, I would love to see a lesbian version. Oh, yeah. Because... Being in a que- in queer circles, like the amount of drama there is in lesbian world, yeah. is just it is it is amazing. It's beautiful. So I want I want that, and all my queer friends and I are saying we want we want lesbian island. I don't know how like f f lesbian. I don't know how we name it. <laughs> I'm workshopping it to pitch it. Don't you worry. <laughs> Think it in your head, Manny. Don't say it out loud. What? Yeah, 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 true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. no, I just, I'm just thinking, so my sister is a lesbian, and I, she yeah. used to get really annoyed at me because I would always ask her how her girlfriend was, mm. and she would get annoyed because I would say the name of the girlfriend before. Keep up, I, And that keep would be, she, I'd be like, oh, I can't oh, keep up, you, just because, you know, mm. and she'd get really annoyed at They're me. They're just like, efficient with their dating. They are. <laughs> They're very efficient. Efficient Girl Island doesn't have the out. same ring to it, though, does it? How <laughs> <laughs> Efficient Girl Island. We're going through the girls yeah. until we get to the one we want. They all came with all their belongings ready to move in. Uh, <laughs> exactly, I love it. How, how are you coping, though? Because you've been so busy. You're doing your night show. You've been filming this. You've been on your trauma, uh, trauma dump tour. And then you've got um, Mars Singer. Has that started filming? Yes, Mars Singer starts in a couple of weeks. I'm literally looking at my calendar right now uh, in front of me. I got like a, like a nano calendar where I've like written everything out in different colour codes to get my brain right. I mean, I'm okay. I'm on the home stretch now. The start of the year was scary because I had two shows to film, a national tour. I had the radio show, obviously two podcasts a week as well. But now I'm kind of like, all I've got is one TV show and a nightly radio show. That, that's that should be fine. Mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been listening to you with um, Jimmy and Nathan. It's just been so funny because they're like, oh. <laughs> Abby's got Abby's got her dream of retiring at 35 and they're like, yeah, with all she's doing at the moment, that's actually possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, I love them so much. They're such angels. They're the best. Well, um, I'm going to get on and check this out. Check out these F-Boys. On Binge is where you can see it, F-Boy Island. Abby Chatfield, a pleasure. Thanks for getting up early to chat with us. No worries. Thanks so much, guys. Have a good one. Thanks, Don't forget, too, you can Thanks. hear Abby uh, every night as well right here on B105. It's Stav, Abby and Matt. Stav, Abby and Matt on B105. Kathleen Folbig is a free woman. After two decades behind bars for killing her four children, Folbig was today pardoned and released from jail as a landmark inquiry into her convictions found there was reasonable doubt as to her guilt. Yeah, the 55-year-old has been released. Do you guys know anything about... No. Until you brought it up this morning, I'd never even heard of it. I just thought it was so tragic. She's gone from being, like, you know, Australia's worst serial killer to someone who has been pardoned and wrongly accused. Mm. Now they're looking into compensation for her, but, I mean, nothing could ever bring... Like, there's four... Um, four 
children that sadly passed away. I think her eldest was 18 months. Mm-hmm. And now they've done a lot more scientific research into it and saying that they could have had a genetic disi- um, d- disorder that made them die of SIDS. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. SIDS is still like the unknown. It, it's so, such a huge mystery back then, even more so as well, because we knew very, very, very little about it. Uh, yeah. And now with the advancements in medical uh, technology, it's shown a bit of a light on what might have occurred. It's such a weird, strange, horrible story, isn't it? Yeah. But there is so many. I mean, like, you know, Kathleen now, I guess, is, is out, but she's 55 years of age. She's lost so much of her life. And, mm. I mean, her life would have just been destroyed when she lost her children. They're saying that a lot of the evidence that put her away was her diary entries. And a lot of psychiatrists have come out and said, if you read it, you can read it in two different versions. Yeah. If you read it as a grieving mother, it makes sense because she's like, I can't believe that my I, I've caused my children to leave mm. because if you've had four children that have died, mm. of course you think it. So people are like, if you read it with that aspect or if you read it as if you believe that she's guilty, you can mm. read it from that point of view. Well, Does that make sense? 100%. Yeah. I think any any parent, regardless of the how it occurs, any parent that loses a child would go through a period of blaming themselves. Yeah. You know? There is a, there's a history of it, and I always think that this happens overseas, but there's history mm. in Australia of people that have been wrongly accused. And Ronald Ryan was the last person to be executed in Australia, mm. and he had a really troubled um, childhood. He was behind bars, and then in December 1965, him and a fellow inmate decided to escape the prison. Obviously wrong. Um, and during the escape, a prison guard was shot and killed, so then he was found guilty and sentenced to death. So he did. Um, he was hung, wasn't he? He was hung, I think, mm, yeah. Yeah, hung. yeah, he was hung in mm. Victoria. Um, and then a lot of people have come out and said, no, 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 it actually could have been the prison guards themselves that shot another prison guard mm. while trying to shoot them. And the other guy that was escaping with him came out and said, yeah, that was right, because his rifle had actually jammed, so there was no way that he would be able to. Right. God. You'll remember um, Lindy Chamberlain. Well, mm-hmm. yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. her and her husband, well, Michael. For years. Yeah, for years, because mm-hmm. she was the one that um, her dingo mm-hmm. took her baby. And they're saying that a lot of the evidence of that was on blood that was found in the car. Mm-hmm. And then it came out that it turned out to be a soundproofing compound that had been applied at the time of manufacture. Right. Yeah, what, I know. What do you mean? It wasn't even blood at all. No, but you got to remember you how... remember this was back in the this 70s. Is, well, 1982. Yeah. Yeah. So they just look at it and said it looks like blood. Wouldn't go and actually right. probably it test. It does seem really weird, doesn't it? But you think about all this. Now they're saying there's scientific evidence to prove that her children had some sort of, mm. you know, genetic disorders. Mm. You couldn't prove it back then. Technology mm. is that, that right? Must be- well, you think what technology are we using now that yeah. in twenty or thirty years' time we will look back and go, oh, actually that technology is wrong. Mm. Too. All of it. All of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of it. Um, but the, the thing that strikes me with these cases is. You're in prison. Yeah. You know that you didn't do anything. Yeah. And you're just sitting there. That would just eat away at you, wouldn't it? Well, yeah. The entire time. This last guy, John. I don't think you'd be cool with it. No, you wouldn't. But you'd have to find a way to get on with it. Mm. Well, get on with what? This guy, John Button, um, was found guilty of his girlfriend's murder. Mm. So he was just 19 years of age. He was celebrating his birthday with his parents and his 17-year-old girlfriend. They had a fight. And she ran off, mm. I guess, or, and this is what used to always happen. So he used to always follow her in the car and sort it out. But this time he's like, I'm going to give her a little bit of time, pulled over of the car to have a cigarette. Mm. And then he continued driving. But when he approached her, he found her lying on the side of the road. So he grabbed her, took her to the family doctor just minutes away, but she actually um, died. So then he was found guilty because he had been in a prank earlier and had scratches on that side of the car. Mm. 
Oh, so they said that he'd hit her with the car. Yeah, and then years later, um, serial killer Eric Eric Cook confessed to the murder. Wow. Isn't that insane? Mm-hmm. So now he was 37 years after the murder occurred, he was finally um, acquitted of the murder. So they, apparently he's turned his life to being able to help people that are wrongly accused. Mm. I mean... How do you put a price on 20 years of your life as well? She'll, she'll get some compensation money-wise, mm. but how, like, what would be enough for you to be okay with it? Nothing. Nothing. Mm. I don't think you'll ever be okay with it. No. I wonder how much she'll get, though. Mm. Like, and how, how do they work that out? Like, how is it calculated? Like on a basis of how much you would have earned in that time period? No, and... I don't think it would be. Right, no, no. Mm. I think it would be for the, how many years you've been in there, obviously. Mm. In that case, I would have said I would have bought crypto when it first started. So pay yeah. up, pal. I mean, she lost four children. Yeah. Her marriage broke down as a result of it, and then she was thrown in jail. Poor woman. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Alpha Bucks tomorrow, 7 and 8 a.m., $10,000 is on the line. Hit them with some answers, Stabby boy. Okie dokie. Well, your answers for 7 a.m., because we're still doing it twice a day, a even though we gave away 10000 Wedges and weathermen. And your answers for 8 a.m.? A ballroom, buttercup, and backpack. Backpack, backpack. <laughs> yeah, Dora the Explorer. A lot of holes in that story. The movie wasn't too bad, though. The live action. Mm. Oh. That was filmed here, wasn't yeah, it? Like it was. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was. Uh, all right, let's uh, see you tomorrow. Hey, I guess we'll be back tomorrow. See you then. Bye. Bye. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Ah, oh, g'day. It's Trady Chat Tuesday. Well, he's a devil with a spirit level, a quick draw with a hacksaw, loves an adjustable wrench and a busty wench. It's time to head to Abby's house and Scotty Too Hotty for Trady da 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 Hey, <laughs> Morning, sir. How are you, buddy? Oh, ripping it. Oh, you're breaking up. You're breaking up. Are you out? Are you at the front? The house. I'm at the front. Yeah, I know. I can see you on the tra- on the camera. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's elite. <laughs> are you out there? Oh, Zeus did a poo. Yes. Cool on update. The <laughs> on the basketball court. Yeah. Go uh. pick it up, Jagger. You don't have to say everything in your head. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. There's a lady walking down the street and say, I'm going to say good day. Put her on. Um, he does. Yeah, he says on. hello to everyone. I'm like the absolute beer. <laughs> and he's like the friendly one always. <laughs> no, it's not hard, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, is it, that's always the thing. Is it your behaviour that people think you're a biatch, or is it is it just that he's overly let nice? Me explain, he let me explain. Let me explain. When you when you're at your house, right, and you just want to go hard, inside, bang, bang. like you you probably don't want to talk to anyone. You have days that you don't want to talk to anyone, right? Mm, mm. Scotty has never had that day in his life. He doesn't have. I do, except when you get home. <laughs> oh! Yeah, he stays outside so he doesn't have to come inside. <laughs> Actually, today. in hindsight. Feisty. Yeah, I know. You worked it. Haven't you worked that out yet, honey? Yeah, uh, here we go. Yeah, because I'm in the go. bad book still, Scott. That's nah, all right. You're all right. Okay. Why is Abby in the bad book, Scotty? Don't want to talk about it. No, nah, I better not talk about it. <laughs> better not talk about it. If it was in the other foot, I would be oh, in so yeah. much trouble. Jesus, I wouldn't hear the end of it. Uh, Hold on to that, yeah. bud. I, I, had to, I find yeah, it's good to hang on to it. Hey, boys, I've got footage. I have got video footage. Oh. What? No, yeah. Scotty, come what? on, mate. Oh, That's... using the cameras well, against on. you. No, he would have taken footage when I got home on Friday. Drink responsibly, yep. people. Drink um, responsibly, people, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've got some good footage. I was Can actually going to send it to you. No! Yeah, I was going to send it to Maddie and Stab in a group text, but then I thought, oh, it's a bit... We need to up our yeah. TikTok numbers. 
It's normally not something you want to put on there. But right. uh, yeah, Scotty's life would not Yeah, survive. no, that's not worth my uh, my death. Were you naked? I don't think. Did you get naked in the front door? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, anyway okay. so let's anyway. talk about something else, please. Yeah, we are. We're, um, yeah, um, look, I want to try and paint an idea. I don't know how to go about it. Mm, well, you've got this idea. Yeah. I'm not telling you. <laughs> Great right, chat. So don't even ask. Okay. Well, I'll just, yeah, I'll just... It's that good, is it? So what you do is you contact a patent lawyer, mm. which does this, and they'll sort it out for you. Problem solved. Oh, that's good chat. <laughs> Lucky I've got that other topic to talk about. One of my yeah, mate's wish, dad does it. Yeah, you, and yeah. The, there was a does producer. Want to have your mate's dad. Mm, one of my mate's dad. There was a producer on the Gold Coast, um, and he came in here. Can do you, you trust these guys, though? Do you reckon they might grab the idea and go, whoa, it's a good No, Scott. So what happens is they send you a contract, which is called a confidentiality contract, and then you sign that, and then you give them the idea, and then they that's all they do all day. Uh, the okay, other classic. Well, we're going to do it, honey. I uh, reckon this is a good idea. The other classic thing to do, Scotty, is write it on a piece of paper and mail it to yourself and then do not open the envelope because it'll be stamped by the post office with the date on it and then mm. you can always go and say, look. Oh, Maddie. So they used to do yeah, it. Yeah, but you do, have to, you do have to patient it these days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's lawyers specifically yeah, I, that do it. I, I looked online and I think it's, it's not cheap. Have you, have no, you, it's a few thousand. Also, though, I don't know what the idea is, obviously, but have you looked online? Because I've had a few good ideas in my day, then I've Googled it and they already exist. Yes, yes, Dave. No, I've done a Google on this and there isn't anything like that. Okay. So, What's right. it in the realm of? Mm, ballpark. <coughs> oh, tradey stuff. <laughs> okay. okay. Tradey stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Which that, can, I mean, that does not narrow he it down. He hasn't told me because I don't get excited about his idea. Like, I, I would I've be... I've had a few ideas. Mm. Yeah, Abby's like, nah, that's shot. No, but I do what stuff oh, does. I, I Google don't... it and it already exists. Mm. Like, what? at what point am I supposed to be that mum that sends their child off singing on Australian Idol. Idol when they're a crap singer? Mm. Am yeah. I supposed to be that support and go, that's no. lovely, darling. Why don't you spend a few hundred thousand mm. dollars on painting it, mm. an idea that already exists? Yeah, it's very true. But do you know what this involves? And I know that you haven't been able to call a lawyer in your life because otherwise we wouldn't have been married. Um, <laughs> you, you have to contact them <laughs> to start the conversation. I can't call them on your behalf. Uh, hmm. yeah, it's going to be a bit tough for me. I don't yeah, know how to use the phone. I would have to organise the divorce and do his and mine. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why you can't get rid of me. You <laughs> <laughs> can try, but... Yeah. You know, it's always good to remember, Scotty, is that whenever she tells you you've got dumb ideas and they're stupid, just remind her that it was your idea to marry her. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> you just let him think it was his idea? Yeah, yeah, it was his okay. idea. Uh, yeah. Well, best of luck, luck Scotty. Hope All it makes right, you millions. Right. Well, I'll be sharing it. Uh, good luck today in the rating to you guys. Thank you. Oh, yeah, they come out today, yeah. don't they? Should be rating one because uh, you got me on board. Yeah. Yep. There you go. <laughs> right. Thank you. <laughs> the very last trading chat Tuesday ever. No, not true. If we rate number one today, you can host the show all by yourself tomorrow, mate. Oh, I don't know about that, but, you know, I'll give it a go. <laughs> oh, we should no, do that. We should no, do the Scotty Hour. Maybe a couple of tradies in there. We, can we, we, can't, we can't have him no, there for that long. We let Scotty do a whole hour of the show solo. Whatever he wants uh, to do. You can't do that. 
but it's from six no, to seven. I get boards, nervous. Mate. Yeah, I'll I get. I'm nervous for what he says. It's six minutes now, and I really need to wrap <laughs> okay. this up. Thirteen, ten, sixty. If I'll that is what, something mate. that you want, mm. let's let the listeners decide. If you would love to hear a whole hour of. Scotty Too Hottie yeah. on B105 Solo, <laughs> produced by him. He comes up with all the topics. I'll be bigger than Disney Day. You'll just be about happy, I tell you. That Abby. and Wendy, <laughs> your chick on the yeah. side. But we have been rating well. Yeah. I mean, today might all change with the ratings, but okay. <laughs> you never know. Right. Well, then we could use it to help the other way. You know, Obviously, what we're doing is not working. It's something different. Either Plus, way. We get to, he does it on his own. No. We come in at no. seven one morning. <laughs> I don't see the losing situation here. Dan and Wakeley. Tradie Chat Tuesday for an hour. You in, you out, ambivalent? Yeah, mate. Buddy I listen to them all day if you want to. Or Do day. you think he's a good like maybe he can replace me because we've got the same like surname and he just Well do someone's it. gonna look after the kids, aren't they? Exactly. <laughs> so there you go, that's perfect. Oh now you're in. And Scotty just, with his two little just, girls here. And just don't don't listen, Abby, if you're that if you're that worried. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. I just don't. Worry. And if he gets lonely, just give me a call. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> could you imagine? Wait, if who gets lonely? Uh, <laughs> if Scotty gets lonely. But it was a really <laughs> lonely. I'm looking after the kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. uh, good on you, Dan. Thirteen ten sixty. Would you want to hear a one-hour special of Scotty Too Hotty, Abby's husband, Jane and Carindale? What do you think? Okay, so hear me out. Uh-huh. I think your ratings will go down. Mm-hmm. Will I learn anything in the hour? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But will everyone have a good laugh? Hell yeah, they will. Yeah. <laughs> so, Great it is pitch. worth it. Great pitch. Okay. Great pitch. Yeah. Okay, write that down because that's going to be the promo tagline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when will I learn it? anything? Probably <laughs> not. <laughs> will I have a good laugh? Yes, yes I will. I will. <laughs> Thank you, Jane. I'm getting that as a yes, Jane. I'm like, yeah. You know. Yes. Yeah. I have a partner that's a chippy and he doesn't talk, so to hear one that actually talks is good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I've got one that doesn't shut up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> what Jane's explaining there is spicy food. You know it's going to burn your mouth, but it's <laughs> going to be delicious. It anyway. yeah. So you okay. have to try it. Uh-huh. All right, Jacob and Flagstone, what do you think of a whole hour of Scotty Too Hottie coming at you on the wireless? <laughs> I reckon we go for it. He's unreal. Love that guy. Mm. Yeah. We'll have to have a list of things he can't say, though. You know that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just have someone ready with a dump button as soon as he swears. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. I don't think he would be swearing. He's not, he's not actually swearing, Jacob. It's just some of the sayings he says, I go, you, you, that's not appropriate. Mm. And he's like, oh, isn't it? Like he's like, like sweating like a blah in a blah blah. Yes, and I was like, I'm mate, sure you can't. All the tradies, mm. they stand around radios just listening to him talk all day. That's so, true. And yeah. I witness that. Yeah. 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 All I'll right. repose though. I reckon me and Scotty get invited to the yacht party. <laughs> <laughs> he does well, love a party. Well, Scotty could give away a plus one on, on the morning. Is he invited though? Yeah. Of course yes, he's invited. He of course he's invited. Of course he's invited. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you, Jacob. invite me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what are we, like, is it next Tuesday? No, it's not. <laughs> Let's just I, check I, with our boss first, okay? I can't see any reason why it wouldn't be next. Yeah. Next Tuesday is just as good as two Tuesdays from now. I would be so nervous. I would be at home with the kids. Yeah. and Just don't listen. Like Dave But said. everyone else would listen, and you know what he's like. Mm. All right. Well, everyone get ready for it. An hour of Scotty next Tuesday. I can't believe this is how I'm going to lose will, my job. He <laughs> will see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Wisdom. It's fun to dispense, isn't it? I, for one, enjoy 
passing down my wisdom to the next generation. I think I used to do it when I was a teenager. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was so knowledgeable then. Uh, but then as I've got older, I realise not so much. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The older I get, the more I realise I don't know. Hmm. What about you, Maddie? Do you like dispensing your fatherly wisdom to your children and... and- I've learned not. I'm at the point in my life now. I have a 21 year old mm. son who's married mm. that I have had to stop. <laughs> so I've, I was give it, give it, would not take any of it, make me furious. Now I'm like, off you go, pal. Maybe, maybe you know he what? took it come, and that's come why back he's here. to me when you're ready. I actually realise you have the wisdom now to not give wisdom. Now yeah, that is a wisdom okay. in and of itself. Yeah, and I think okay. yeah. that's where I have arrived at as well. Uh, uh, because, and not that I've got a huge lineup of people coming to me for advice. <laughs> yeah. Who is, who is in your everyday life going, please, Stav? Guy at the servo. On what, uh, on what topic? <laughs> how much you should charge for a Coke and a cherry ripe. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, you do know a, a price point. Mm, yeah. yeah. You yeah, can't, no, you can't go past that combo, though. Is there a better combo? There really isn't. There isn't. There isn't. <laughs> <laughs> but we were uh, away at a uh, friend's place on the, on the weekend. Yeah. And uh, my wife, we, we went down because Kat had a gig at Lismore and at uh, Lennox Heads uh, Friday and Saturday night. So um, we thought we'd all go down there and hang out. So she went off to do a gig on Friday. Uh, the partner, um, Candy Pants, he had just done a... Why is he uh, called Candy Pants? Because he wears bright coloured pants. Yep, obvious. Uh, he had just done a bike tour of Europe, but on his way back, uh, they'd missed their, their flight. Uh, so he had a bit of a hectic travel thing uh, getting back, and he'd only just <laughs> arrived the day before we got there. Mm-hmm. So he was jet-lagged, didn't really know where he was. So he popped off to bed. So it was just me and the girls up. They've got a um, 17-year-old daughter. And um, I was getting to know her a bit and uh, just chatting while the mum was uh, faffing about inside the house. And she, God love her, she's got a great outlook on life and she's got a real mission goal of what she wants to do. And she wants to be an actress. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she wants to be able to uh, do like musical theatre. Wants to be sort of an everything. Wants to be able to sing, dance, write maybe. But Can she ma- sing? Ma- many acts. I mean, you have to be able to sing by now if you're 17. Yeah, yeah. She's got, she can hold a tune. Okay. She's uh, doing some lessons as well to get better as well. Got it. Uh, and um, so we were chatting about what uh, she was thinking about what she wanted to do with her life, you know. And um, she was like, oh, well, I'm, I'm thinking I want to move to New York and pursue being an actor over there. And I was like, that's fantastic. In fact, why, why not? Let's do that. That's because then I even relate to her. I was like, well, when me and Kat were um, a bit older than you, obviously, but uh, when we were looking at, uh, we were actually looking at moving to Melbourne uh, to do stand-up comedy down there with the goal of getting pretty good in uh, Melbourne to be big enough to go over to London or um, mm. New York and do it over there. And then we thought, why faff about with all that? Why not just go directly to New York? And we were actually going to move, uh, or to Europe, we were going to move to London just before I got this gig. But we thought, why, why faff around in Australia if your end goal is just to get, do just, just do it. Just why don't you just in. be the smallest fish in the biggest, biggest pond. pond that's really unknown? Yes, <laughs> that's true. Well, yep. I mean, if, if your end goal is to do it for a while here to get to America and do yeah. it. People do. A lot of people, you know, a lot of singers, they go straight over there, don't they? Australian yeah. singers, as opposed to, mm-hmm. we just spoke to Morgan Evans. Yeah. Yep. When He's big over in the States, mm. yeah. And she was so uh, grateful for my advice. Was she? Uh, yeah, she was. How did she show the gratefulness? Just she wondering said, how a seventeen-year-old girl just want to make sure that you interpret it mm. the same way that we Let's would. Let's get a selfie. <laughs> oh my god, you're so no, no. wise. I follow on. Or, no. she, or was she on her phone no. No. and was like, "I'm going to shut him up by going, oh my god, that's really good, thank you." No, she was very appreciative of my advice, very, very much so. Because then her mum came back out and said, "What have you guys been talking about?" And I hadn't chatted to her mum about what her goals were with their daughter or what their plans were. 
and they have actively for the last six months been trying to talk her out of going to New York. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> and trying to get her to stay here for a bit and get a little bit of sort of skill under her belt before she then takes the big leap to go overseas. Oh. So she went off to pack her bags and check flights. <laughs> they still have to pay for it. And you've got to remember, they've got a lot of karma coming because Rory's a lot younger. Oh, that's true. They can yeah. really get yeah. me back. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. remember how, like, you know what? Why don't you follow your goals of being an accountant? Your parents would be so proud. I know that Stab's always said that he wanted a daughter that does that. Abby so is you know, not allowed to over to my house. He's again. the only one that used to always say, like, I don't want my daughter to be an accountant. Although every around about this time every year, I'm like, yeah, that'd be handy. Yeah, yeah you've got to go back on that, don't you? Yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Yacht Vice, Brisbane River's newest super yacht venue. Two lavish levels and a full cocktail bar available for private charter. Yachtclub.com.au. B105's Brown Snake Launch Party. A little party never killed nobody. We haven't had a party for a while, have we? I can't remember our if last party. If you can't party. remember, it's time to party. <laughs> Does anyone remember our last party? Uh, well, you know what? You're right. It, let's. We need to party. If we can't remember, I think Mum's Gone Wild was that, no, that our was, last that was, party? No, no, that was no, no, May no. last year. We You're had a Christmas. Yeah, May last year. That was it. Oh, and Santa in the suburbs. Yeah, yeah but, that, but was, that wasn't. That was yeah, a family party. <laughs> Okay, no kids. Uh, so here's the deal. We have a super yacht. We're going to float uh, down the Brisbane River to celebrate our Brisbane Brown Snake. Yacht Vice Brisbane River's uh, newest super yacht venue. It's two lavish levels available for private charter. Inquireyachtclub.com.au. We are going to play uh, Turf... Trivia Turf War. Mm-hmm. 13, 10, 6, 7, 8, 1 from the <laughs> south, 1 from the north. <laughs> Uh, you go head-to-head at this party. Of course, we're going to crack open a bag of brown snakes. You will get to taste it. Just one bag? Well, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, we've yeah. only got ten. Mm. It's as rare as prime, baby. No, you can get prime everywhere well, now. as rare as prime was. Was, mm. was, was. was. Um, but we were talking uh, off-air about dress code, which I don't think we've announced yet. I think now's the time we've got to do it. So we didn't even have a big meeting about this. It just mm. came to the top of the head, and we went, yes, 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 we need it. The attire... Is brown tie. Mm, yeah. So you normally you go to black tie event. This is brown tie event. Interpret it as what you will. I am going to that I need to wear brown. It's so hard to find a brown dress. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's not any woman's favourite colour, is it? Really. You can get bronze. You can get like the sequins. Mm, it's not a bronze snake though, is it? No, but I didn't even I didn't join the girl guides because I didn't like the colour brown. Mm. Well, they had to be the brownies before you were the girl guides and I didn't want to be the brownies. Can you get like dye something brown? Like if you get a white something and you're into tie diving, dye tie diving, dyeing. Can't say. There's no brown in that. Oh, oh, I you just you mix blue. it all together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What are you uh, gonna wear? Uh, Let's get some brown suits made. Yeah. Made. Yes. Mm. If you're a, if you're a tailor who's got a lot of brown <laughs> left, <laughs> left over from uh, <laughs> stuff, yeah. we get top hats or yeah. little hats. Yeah. It feels like we need one. Stop. 105.